0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a finish Strong Friday. It is a Picks Friday. And it is a Winners Friday presented, of course, by DraftKings and by you guys, since you are the winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Ended up over the course of the day, probably getting five or six people, maybe. To screenshot their five-star rating of one of the shows, which I think is great. Thank you. Brian Levesque was clearly first by a decent margin. Like, shortly after we recorded the show, Brian must listen or watch right away. So, kudos to you, Brian. Um, Let me know what you want. Sign picture, sign press pass, sign football card, shout out. You can kind of get. Whatever you want. Um, Speaking of that, for those of you, please make sure you check out the YouTube portion of it. Because on yesterday's YouTube show, we had a special giveaway as well for those of you that check us out on YouTube. If you don't, go to YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Check us out. Yesterday's episode with Greg Cosell. What do they call it? Like an Easter egg or something? When there's like a little thing that's YouTube only that you can check out. Um, Speaking of YouTube shout-outs, Otis Jones Jr. Otis, you're the winner. He came there to say that Joe Dolan on the Fantasy Feast cost him his fantasy championship because he told him to bench Deontay Foreman last week, but he still loves him and thinks he's the best fantasy analyst anyway. I like that, Otis. I like that. Look, nobody knew that Carolina was going to set a franchise record for rushing yards against Detroit. Nobody knew that. Otis, I appreciate the perspective. Let me know who you would like me to give the shout-out to. And then the sponsor confirmation email winner, Jim Marjorie? I think I'm saying that. Marjorie, Marjorie. Uh, He took advantage of the offer at Simply Safe. You guys know how I feel about that one. Uh, Pretty much a no-brainer in my mind to make sure that you have the peace of mind And if you already have it, pretty cool gift to give a loved one. Maybe it's your sibling. Maybe it's your parents. The gift of feeling like they are secure can never go wrong with that. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross. We'll start with last night's game where I
1: hate to admit the Cowboys debuted a very flashy new uniform. I liked it. And they were able to take down the Titans backups on the road 27-13.
0: So a couple of thoughts on that. Let's start with this. Ryan Tannehill goes on IR, which means his season's essentially over unless the Titans get to like the AFC Championship game. Programming note, the Titans will not be in the AFC Championship game. What's really wild about the game last night is they started Josh Dobbs, who they just signed off the Lions practice squad Eight days ago, they started him instead of their third-round pick, Malik Willis, who a lot of people thought could, maybe would, should go in the first round. No matter how you slice it, it's a bad look for Malik Willis. I know he's a developmental guy, and I know he's young, but he's been there since April. He was there for all the OTAs and mini camps. He was there throughout training camp. He's been there all season. He's been the number two where he started three games. You know, look, it might work out for Malik Willis with the Titans or in the NFL. I would not bet on that at this point. This is a really bad sign. It's kind of like Zach Wilson with the Jets. They can tell us all they want about still has a bright future, still feel good about him. But when you make moves like this, I don't have a big, repository in my brain for guys that have come back from something like this to go on to become really good players. Maybe you can name one or two, but it's not a lot, would be my point about Malik Willis getting benched last night for eight days in Tennessee, Josh Dobbs. As for Dobbs, I thought he did pretty well, actually. I thought he did a lot of positive things. I thought his receivers sold him out a number of times. I mean, there were drops by Burks, drops by Woods. I mean, Dobbs, I thought, had a pretty good night, but could have been even better if there weren't so many drops. And he certainly played a lot better than what we had seen from Malik Willis. Now, in fairness, this is Dobbs' sixth year in the NFL. but It's also only his eighth day in Tennessee so we'll see but at a minimum it's really clear that Malik Willis has a long way to go and the question I guess is when's the last time someone that we all say has that long a way to go goes that long away some other items of note Micah Parsons had a huge club on his hand still makes a bunch of plays I don't know about the stats but He definitely pressured and hit the quarterback a bunch last night. Recovered a fumble. He's not going to win the Defensive Player of the Year award. Nick Bosa is. I guess I still think if you asked every D coordinator in the NFL if they could only have one defensive player for next year or the next 10 years, I still think it would probably be number 11 because of everything you can do with him. Malik Davis showed a little juice for the Cowboys. Maybe gave Uh, The Cowboys, something to think about with Tony Pollard becoming a free agent. Dave is showing some serious juice at times for the Cowboys. Similar player, actually, I think, to Tony Pollard. It's interesting, Jack, that you really liked what they're calling the Cowboys' Arctic White helmets. I guess I liked them. I don't know. You know, their helmet is just so iconic. As long as they keep the star on the side of the helmet... I'm okay with it because it's just so iconic, right? I mean, it's up there with the NY of the Yankees as like the two most iconic symbols in American professional sports. So you got to keep the star on the side of the helmet, and they did. Um, I don't know. I I think with the white uniforms, it looked pretty good, I guess. I'm more of a traditionalist, I suppose. The Cowboys' sloppy turnovers – in the first half, I mean, they like fumbled a snap between Dak and Biadish. Biotish ended up getting hurt. Then Hendershot bobbled a ball like three times into Kevin Byard's hands for one interception. And then another interception, he just made a good break on a ball as a poor throw and read by Dak. But I don't know. I mean, only really one of those pen- turnovers was definitely on Dak. Titans had a shot here, man. I mean, it was 17-13. Way too many penalties for the Titans, especially on defense. Didn't really give them a chance to finish the deal. T.Y. Hilton, by the way, what a signing by the Cowboys. Made the huge play against the Eagles. Made a bunch of plays last night. Boy, there's going to be some other teams that are going to wish they had signed him. He is going to be a factor for them in the playoffs. Kudos to the Cowboys for identifying TYs, certainly doing a heck of a lot more for them right now than Odell Beckham Jr. would be doing. Speaking of that, why don't you do a heck of a lot more for yourself than a lot of you have probably been doing? You know I'm pretty passionate about fitness, really into Peloton. You know about the bikes. Look, you see all the other guys, Orlovsky and Booger and people always tweeting about their Peloton rides, but they get a lot more than that. Treadmill. My wife's more of a treadmill person than a bike. She likes that. Tons of other classes, like yoga. They do strength training, interval training. It's awesome. Uh, I've told you guys this all week, but what I really love about them is two things. The instructors. Well, three things. The instructors are awesome, and some people like specific instructors, and that's cool. You can stick with them. It's on-demand classes. So they have some live class, but they also have on-demand. So like, if you want to do a 12-minute walk tonight at 8 o'clock, you can do a 12-minute walk tonight at 8 o'clock. And then the music is awesome. So my wife, those are the keys for my wife. I can just tell you right now, if you're like my wife, she does it at night when she wants to. She does it for the exact length she wants to do it. She can find a class, and she loves the music. It's awesome. Try Peloton risk-free. With a 30-day home trial, it's new members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. That's onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Before
1: we get into the games, quick little uniform thing. because you talked about traditionalists, the Cowboys actually started with the White Helmets when their franchise debuted in 1960.
0: But we will You move trying forward. to make me look bad, Jack? I don't know. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm, dude, I, just so you know, I'm going to bust your chops a lot. Because A, it's fun, and B, you're young. You just turned 22, dude. Like, I, I, gotta, I gotta try to keep you in your place somehow. Um, I feel like I knew that, but forgot that. That's awesome. I'm just looking at it right now. It really goes well with those white uniforms. It does. Like, the silver would look weird with those white uniforms. You gotta check out on my YouTube page um, the uniforms we wore on Thanksgiving. When I was, uh, when I started for the Cowboys, those are pretty tight too.
1: We will start with the Arizona Cardinals at the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Could kind of go either way here with the Cardinals starting Colt McCoy. Um, I'm going to go with the Falcons, I guess, because they're playing at home because they haven't won a game in a while. But Colt McCoy makes this sort of a, uh, a toss-up game in my mind. He definitely playing affected the spread a little bit. But I'll give Atlanta a win. I um, feel like Arizona put a whole lot into that game against the Bucks. feels like Atlanta's been right there. <clears throat> Even in recent weeks, they kind of outgained the Ravens. They just weren't able to actually win the game. So lower scoring game. This is like 20 to 17 Falcons get a win for the first time in a long time.
1: Next, we have the Chicago Bears at the Detroit
0: Lions. Lions, you know, first of all, the Bears are just absolutely decimated by injury and having lost guys over the course of the year. Second of all, the Lions obviously need the game like blood to stay in the playoff hunt. And the Bears didn't play particularly well last week. And I don't know. I mean, I I think the Bears want to win the game. That's why they're playing Justin Fields and stuff. But, you know, they are at the point in the schedule where they're realizing, you know, that one win could make a big difference in where they draft. You know, big difference. I mean, could be difference between them drafting like number one or potentially number five or six, If they get a win. So you wonder if at all that's in anybody's mind that uh, as the game gets close to the end.
1: You have a score prediction for that one?
0: Yes, I do. Thank you, Jack. See, see, you got to keep me on my toes. Um, 27 17, Detroit.
1: Next, we will head to the Jackson Jaguars who are at the Houston Texas.
0: I'm going to go Jaguars. This one's interesting because I really don't think that the front office of the Texans wants to win this football game because I do think they want the number one overall pick and to more than likely take Bryce Young. So that is something to have in the back of your mind as well. And Jacksonville, I, I think Doug Peterson wants a winning season. I mean, I, I think he wants to. And there is some. Were you the one that told me this yesterday? Jack, that there's a possibility of them for the wild card. Um, think- somebody told me there's a wild possibility for the Jags to get the wild. Card. I don't know if that's still available after the Titans lost last night or not, but there was like a crazy 1% scenario. I think I was Joe actually on the fantasy piece. At any rate, I think Doug Peterson wants to win games. And why not win this game? Give me the Jaguars. Although the Texans kind of have their number over time for whatever reason. I'll go 23-20, Jags. Next
1: is the Denver Broncos, the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Chiefs, for all the obvious reasons, I do not really think that the the Broncos will be getting a big boost from firing Nathaniel Hackett. I don't really see that happening. Now Jerry Judy's a little bit banged up. I don't think many, if any of you, are still in the survivor pool. But if you are, this is probably – your best option, or one of your best options. Chiefs at home against a reeling Broncos team. Even though that game was close a couple weeks ago, I don't know what happened to the Broncos defense on Christmas. They, like, quit. That was embarrassing. Chiefs 27, Broncos 17. Kind of like that score today. Lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week.
1: Next, we have the Miami Dolphins as New England
0: Patriots. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins gonna, well, I don't know. This is sort of like that Atlanta-Arizona game to me. This is kind of a true toss-up game where I could go either way with it. I'm going to lean New England. They're playing at home. I don't know how cold it's going to be. It's not going to be that cold here in Pennsylvania, so it might not be that cold up there in New England. I don't know how much weather is a factor, but they're playing at home. Dolphins have a backup quarterback. You know, if New England can't win this one, it's a real bad look for Belichick, real bad look. You can't win a home game with the playoffs on the line against a backup quarterback. That would not be good. I'll be taking the Patriots to get it done Lower scoring game that they sneak out feels like this is the score for every New England game twenty to seventeen Patriots.
1: Next is the Indianapolis Colts to the New
0: York Giants. Pretty wild to me that even though the Colts are starting Nick Foles again, that this is still the the point spreads only five and a half points because I would say this is almost another good. Survivor pick, if you need one, the Giants can't lose this game, can they? At home, with a playoff berth on the line to Nick Foles. Um, I don't think that can happen, can it? I mean, yikes. Um, I don't think it can. I think the Giants take care of business. I tweeted this yesterday, in part after talking with uh, Michael Giannitti from Track. On Wednesday, I think Daniel Jones is going to get a lot of money this offseason. 26. He's a solid starting quarterback. They have had garbage around him for almost his whole time there. O-line and skill have not been good around Daniel Jones. His whole starting career, they haven't really had anybody around him. So give me the G-men in this. And if I could buy a stock and Daniel Jones, I'd be buying that. Maybe especially if he goes somewhere else. But even with the Giants, they would get him more weapons. Giants get it done. I don't know that they'll blow him away, but they've been pretty good in a lot of these close games this year. So how about the Giants 23-16 over the Colts?
1: Next is the New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia
0: Eagles. You know, I thought it was going to be – um Garner Minshew starting, Jalen Hurts starting yesterday gave me a little bit of pause, uh, or practicing yesterday gave me a little bit of pause. I really don't know. I guess we'll probably find out today, you know, by the injury designation, although they might take it all the way even to game time to keep the Saints sort of off the scent here. Either way, I think the Eagles win. I don't know why I'm discussing it this much. I think they win either way. Uh, They're the better team. Now, they are a little bit banged up with no Lane Johnson, no Avante Maddox, but I think they're very cognizant of how much they don't want to come down to a one-game scenario next week. They want to lock this stuff up. So, Saints defense has been playing well, though. This feels like 23-17 Eagles.
1: The Carolina Panthers are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Ooh, man. I could go either way for this one. You know, it's so funny. I don't know what their, their record is against the spread this year. It's just really hard to pick against Brady. It just is. You know, like, close game. You think it's going to come down to the end. Am I really picking Sam Darnold over Tom Brady? In a close game late, no, no, I am not. I'm very tempted to. If Carolina can run the ball effectively, they'll win it. But I, I just can't do it. I, I cannot physically do it. Nineteen sixteen bucks. Cleveland Browns
1: are at the Washington Commanders.
0: So, boy, it would be bad luck for the Commanders if they lost this game, right? I mean, bad, bad luck. You're playing a home. You're playing a team in the Commanders that has not – I mean, in the Browns that has not played very well. You're going with Wentz as your quarterback. You absolutely control your own destiny if you win these last two games. And very good chance that the Cowboys don't play a lot of their guys next week if the Eagles win. So you have a golden opportunity here if you are the Commanders. Golden that I think they take advantage of. I think they win this game against the Browns. This would be like Carson Wentz sort of choking two years in a row if the Commanders lose this game. Because remember, all the Colts had to do last year was win one of their last two, and they lost them both. Give me Wentz and the, and the Commanders to get it done – With those young guys at receiver that are so talented, Washington 24, Cleveland 20.
1: San Francisco 49ers at
0: the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm curious how much the spread has changed. Oh, wow. It changed a lot since they said that it's going to be Stidham and not Derek Carr. That probably tells you a lot about a lot. I like the Niners to keep it rolling. Niners trying to keep the pressure on the Vikings for the two seed. I guess to a lesser extent, the Eagles for the one seed. I'm sure they'd much rather play at home than have to play at Minnesota in the second round, potentially. Niners, I think they're going to dominate the Raiders. I think this could be one you lock up. I think this is 27-10. Niners, embarrass the Raiders at home. Lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it.
1: Pick of the week. Next is the New York Jets, Seattle Hawks.
0: Wow, I didn't realize the Jets were favored. I thought I was going to be taking an underdog here. I like the Jets. I think Mike White gives them a, a boost in multiple ways on the field with the way he performs, obviously, but then just psychologically. I just think that the Jets feel better when they take the field, when Mike White is their quarterback. And I think they're going to go out there and keep alive their slimmer playoff hopes and get this win. Give me Mike White and the gang. Seahawks have not been playing well. I'm going to say... Their defense was better last week, though. about 24-20 Jets?
1: <clears throat> Minnesota Vikings or it's Green Bay Packers?
0: Ooh, this one, I'm going to go the Packers because they've been playing well, and obviously they're still playing for a playoff berth. But this is another kind of toss-up game. But I'll, I'll take the Packers. You know, the Vikings are still – Obviously, they always like to beat the Packers. But also, they're trying to keep that number two seed. This is sort of a sneaky, really good game. I didn't realize this was a 425 game. This is like the featured late game, I guess. That's cool. That'll be a cool featured late game on New Year's Day. Packers. mm, This feels like there will be some points. I think this is – and I think Aaron Rodgers has a big game. 31-20 – no – yeah, 31-28 Packers. Fun game.
1: The Los Angeles Rams are the Los Angeles Chargers. I guess they're – I don't know if you even consider that. That's like New York at New York.
0: Chargers are the home team, which just means that the suites and the seats are for Chargers season ticket holders and not the Rams. It's the same stadium. I think the Rams, they each have their own locker room, so the Rams still get to use their own locker room. I'll take the Chargers – Although, boy, I'm tempted to take the Rams. In fact, you know what? I am going to take the Rams. I think the Chargers are on – although, is Joey Bosa playing? That kind of makes me – They activated
1: him. I don't know if they said anything other than – Yeah, it doesn't mean he's playing
0: in the game. Chargers are playing well. They want to beat their – I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to go with the big upset here. I think the Chargers have a little bit of a letdown. After playing on Monday night – After clinching a playoff berth for the first time since 2018, Rams are playing well. Give me Baker and the boys, and let's go 24-20. Baker and the boys, big upset. Let the doggies out. is underdog of the week. Next, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. I'm going with Pittsburgh. I like the way the Steelers are playing. The Ravens cannot throw the ball with Tyler Huntley. They cannot really score. I know they ran over the Steelers last time. I can almost assure you that won't happen this time. That would shock me. I like the way Pickett's playing. The only reason why they lost to the Ravens was Trubisky throwing all those picks. Give me the Steelers. Back-to-back upsets here. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers get to eight and eight. Maybe finish this thing off with a winning record. Eight and eight on Sunday night football over the Baltimore Ravens, who miss on another pretty big opportunity. How about this 16-13 Steelers? We will wrap things up. Oh, is oh, that, is oh, that under
1: We did say let the doggies out. We have a yeah, thing here. I didn't here. say you it, say-
0: but doggies, yeah. Crosses, underdog uh, of the uh, week. We the
1: now we will wrap things up. Monday Night Football, the highlight game: the Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati Bengals.
0: Incredible game. Honestly, I don't know how you don't go with the Bengals at home here. Uh, they've been on a roll. They're playing very well. Feels like the Bills are getting a little bit healthier for this one. Now, listen, Josh Allen could certainly come out and be Superman and play awesome and the Bills win, but a lot on the line for the Bengals to make sure they win the division, to have a chance at the number one seed, whereas, and, and the Bills too, trust me, they want to play home games in Orchard Park. This is a vital game for them. But I guess with this game being in Cincinnati, you got a little more faith in the Bengals. So... I'll take Burrow and the Boys in a awesome 27-24 game. And evidently the Bengals are underdogs at home. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So we're going back to back to back doggies. underdog of the, hold it, hold it, hold it. At the dog's house? Please make sure you check out pizza boy brewing delicious sportaculture humanheadnyc.com steakhouse sports.com go-bangles.com evergreen economics vision comics with an x Scheduler.com, and of course what i think is the best gift you can give anyone especially a loved one a story all about them from my frontpage story.com the gift that keeps on giving. Speaking of that, RT Media Podcast Network is the gift that keeps on giving. We got all kinds of podcasts for you this week. Both Fantasy Feast podcasts, Even Money, College Draft, Andrew's Best of, Business of Sports. A lot there for you. Check them all out. We'll be back bright and early Monday. Have an awesome New Year's. Have a safe and happy New Year. I think we're done here.